Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. In order to know what Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went through, what they were feeling on the resurrection morn, I'm going to take a moment and ask you to think the unthinkable. Try and imagine losing the most important person in your life. Now, for some of you, this is an all-too-real reality, and you don't have to imagine it because you live it. You know how it feels, and you know how it hurts. Death, from what we've experienced, is final. And no matter how much we want our loved ones to come back to us, they just don't. Both of the women in our gospel lesson had seen the most important person in their life die, a brutal death. As they watched before their eyes, their Jesus, their teacher, their forgiver, he was spat upon, hit, flogged, mocked, and he was nailed to a tree. The breath, it was sucked right out of their chest as they deeply wailed, seeing what was happening to their Jesus. Why? What am I going to do now? I don't want to see tomorrow, for tomorrow he won't be here. Some of us have felt those same feelings, and most of us will feel them someday. Death is no respecter of persons, and it pays no mind to what it robs from us. For these women, death robbed them of hope that God actually loved them. They believed that Jesus was God's son and that through Jesus, God loved them. He had said so. He said that God so loved the world that here he was. And now he was gone. They were right that God loved them. But they didn't understand that Jesus' death was the full extent of that love. Jesus said this is love, that one would lay down his life for his friends. And he said, I call you friends. For in Jesus' death, he brought eternal life to all who would believe in him for the forgiveness of sins. But for now, on the first day of the week, before the sun rose, the Marys walked sadly, hoping to see the body of their teacher once again. They came to mourn, they came to adorn his body. This is an awfully sad thing. They were probably preparing themselves to weep and cry all the more, as they had been doing all weekend. And especially when the tomb came into view. I can almost imagine their legs becoming weaker as they prepare to see his body. 
And as they saw the tomb, they imagined of seeing the one in whom they had hoped. Then, all of a sudden, there was a great earthquake. They were in shock. Was this earthquake real or just the overwhelming feeling of the loss playing tricks on their minds? It was real. For an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning and his clothing white as the snow. And for fear of him, the guards trembled, and they became like dead men. All of their thoughts of their hurt were replaced by a sudden fear of the unknown. What was happening? The soldiers that they saw killed Jesus. The ones who so proudly mocked him and spat upon him, nailed him to a tree, They were suddenly just as afraid and scared as the women themselves. They were too scared to even run. They froze, and they thought that they were done for. But the angel directed his attention to the women. Do not be afraid, for I know that you seek Jesus, the crucified. Yes, that is exactly whom we seek. They saw him crucified. They were there and they saw his bloody corpse. And they saw them put him right in the tomb that that angel was standing in front of. And the angel continued, He is not here. For he has risen, as he said. Come, see the place where he lay. Up until now, you can imagine, you can imagine, everything that these women were experiencing. We know loss. We know hurt. We have seen people that we love die. Or leave us. And we know what it's like to wake up tomorrow and go through another day with our loved one still gone. But here, in this moment, we are seeing something that we cannot yet relate to. Their loved one and ours, Jesus of Nazareth, is no longer in his grave. Do we dare hope that the testimony of the angel is true? Do we dare believe that our love is risen? The women dared to believe. And the angel told them, go quickly and tell his disciples that he has risen from the dead. And behold, he is going before you to Galilee. There you will see him. See, I have told you. So they departed quickly from the tomb, 
with fear and great joy. And they ran to tell his disciples. They believed this angel, and as a result, they were filled with holy fear and joy. Their teacher and ours has conquered the unconquerable. He has risen from the dead. Christ has risen from the dead. Alleluia. He has risen indeed. Alleluia. This gives hope to all of us who have lost loved ones. This gives us unfailing hope that death does not have the final say. For through Jesus, death, it is swallowed up in life. In Jesus, our loved ones who die in the faith will live. And we who die in the faith in the living Jesus will see him along with all the saints gathered around that throne. So they ran and they ran, their feet feeling light beneath them. And behold, Jesus met them and he said, Greetings. And they came up and took hold of his feet and they worshipped him. At the sight of Jesus, they kneeled. They could do nothing else. Just to touch this man's feet was to take a hold of heaven itself. Jesus lives. There is hope for tomorrow. There is life for today for eternity. And Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee, and there they will see me. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. You will see Jesus. That was their message to the disciples. It is the message for you. Do not be afraid. You will see Jesus. Let's try that once again. Alleluia. Christ is risen. He has risen indeed. Alleluia. We see our Lord and we take hold of heaven in his very body and blood in the supper. We hear him speak courage into our weak frames as we hear his life-giving word. Our Lord lives, and because he lives, we live. We were crucified with Jesus in our baptisms, and we were resurrected with him through those same waters. We have hope when the world has none. We have strength when we feel as though all our strength is spent. We have tomorrow, even though the devil's threats are strong today. If you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is seated 
at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on the earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears on that final day, then you will also appear with him in glory. I don't want to overdo this, but I don't think you can. Alleluia. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. The women in our gospel would never be the same. And because Jesus lives, you have the same hope as they. In the name of Jesus, amen.